0: Everyone and welcome to the DMs Book Club, a podcast where we read about some Dungeons and Dragons and discuss how we might include it in our role-playing campaigns. Uh, with me, as ever, is Hamilton from Roleplay Factory and Dragons Jewel. Hello, Hamilton. How are you? I am good. How are you? I am also well. <laughs> <laughs> good. We are currently at a time of recording this. We are recording in what what is n- colloquially known as in between us, where we don't know the day, or oh. the time. No. Uh, no, I, I, we've lost all sense of direction until you get to suddenly it's New Year and then you're like, oh, it's a New Life. Year, yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Just spending out the things. How how's your in between us been going, Hamilton? How my in between us going? It's been okay. As I have mentioned to you off
1: camera, I've been reading up on some yeah. things that we might be doing in the New Year, which is fun and just all D and D related. So I've been enjoying that. And mm. other than that, somehow surviving the the weird time dilation
0: yeah time dilation that occurs or some <laughs> jet lag you get in between yeah, yeah it's, al- it's always a, it's always this build up to like the festive stuff it's like you must be festive and then it's like it's Christmas day and then it's like Boxing yes. Day and then uh something else So it's, it just feel like it's always a time suck where we're also yeah. you know when you have people around and you're like you have to be present and then you're not present and then you forget what you've done and you eat too much cheese and it's just <laughs> It's,
1: it's, a, it's Oh my gosh, how much cheese I feel. Uh, I feel too... like I might turn into cheddar at this
0: point. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But yeah. well, today is a, an interesting episode because we've done a couple of these uh, sort of um how do we call them sort of like uh deep dives into classes before. But Hamilton, mm-hmm. what uh, what particular what class are we looking at today? for
1: Book boy, we are looking at a, 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 a player's favorite. It's one of the top top, I think it is. Mm. One of the top, isn't Ooh. it?
0: I have Isn't no idea it? I, I think, think it is I think, I I think it's your top, top. <laughs> one of your top
1: classes <laughs> it's one of my top classes it is the rogues mm. the rogues hence the title you rogue oh you, you rogue. rogue oh you rogue Absolutely. oh you cad or oh, something like that's very much of that of that ilk
0: imagine calling the class you cad or cads that would be cads totally up for that. I've renamed okay. the class completely. Yeah, so this is interesting because um, I don't know, I've always been one of those people, when I've gone through the classes, I'm always very boring I'm always like barbarians, fighters you know, deal damage and stuff like that and then I've mm. come to rogues and I go, oh no well they're, they're thieves, I'm not a thief and that is very poor of me too, to have that very singular narrow-minded view of what this class is and so when we were looking at stuff I was like oh, well, and you suggested rogue, that is one of your mm. favourite classes to play. I was looking through it and actually there's so much to do with it I, I know I say that every time. It's like it's a brand new information. It's like there's so much here. Of course, there's so much here. But I guess, how let's let's yes. start. Why why do you like playing a rogue? What is it about the rogue class that you're like? Oh, I love
1: playing because they got the best action economy.
0: Okay, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say role play or no, versatility. no, no
1: it's economy. no, it's no, it's not really. It's maybe not action and probably someone will correct me that's wrong. But mm-hmm. it's because they have so much versatility and in mm. in combat, and they are they are ridiculously fun to play. Like as in. I find a lot of the time when I'm playing other classes at lower levels, it's like, so here's your attack, here's your action. Okay, I've done my action. Uh, I'm going to move. Bonus action. Ain't got any, so mm. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah, I, my bonus action for my paladin is, is my smite, but that only occurs if I attack. Mm-hmm. Um, the bonus action for my warlock doesn't really kick in that much until later on, until you mm-hmm. get some more spells. Same with wizards, until you're doing bonus action spells. Mm-hmm. But rogues, when you hit cunning action at second level, Pretty much, you just dance around the
0: battlefield like a badass, basically. Ooh. Like, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh can't place. hit me, can't hit me, can't yeah, hit me. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. No, literally, yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember I played the one of the first times I played them was in uh, White Plume Mountain that we did as like a little one shot, mm. and um, I remember I had uh, a turn where I basically I was level five, five, I think five. And uh, or maybe eight, I can't remember. But anyway, I had lots of stuff. I was cool. Mm-hmm. And so I jumped. I jumped on the back of one of those big giant crayfish, stabbed it in the neck, and then I jumped off because I disengaged. Mm-hmm. And then ran like ran around the corner. And then like was ready. The next turn, literally, just jump onto another thing, stab it, back out again. Then I had second attack. Maybe sometimes sneak. I'll go and, instead of disengaging, I'd hide for my bonus mm-hmm. action. Then I just like shoot some arrows, like shoot some daggers at it, because and get sneak attack. And it was amazing. I was just like bouncing around, jumping on the back of things and jumping off them, like, other yeah. than everyone else is just gonna move like this around <laughs> it, because I can't
0: disengage, you know, it's so Yeah, it is It is like you are the Legolas of, of the, just dancing around, jumping on things, jumping off things mm. cool slides in and out and stuff like that, yeah. and it it does feel like guess, like because it's almost like a spotlight on you as yeah. you like haha, and then you go and i hide and then yes. all the all the other players are like oh no it's us now to <laughs> yes, follow exactly. to follow this <laughs> thing because rogues again they tend to go very fast in, in initiative and obviously mm. they do obviously the most famous thing obviously is sneak attack damage so obviously mm. you depending on whether you where you have advantage on the role if the you know and you don't have disadvantage on the role and all that sort of thing you can get an extra d6 which levels up quite significantly i think every two levels it goes up a d6 mm. until it's yep. 10 d6 or uh yeah 10 d6 at a level 20 yeah so you, you know you you just get your knife and you're like ah oh, stab but then you're like ah oh, stab with sneak attack <laughs> yes exactly yeah well it's
1: because it's it's just like the hitman or you know the mm. sort of just you just kind of come in and just and out <laughs> and that's it and when you get to high i mean the higher levels they really do it, depending on which class we'll talk about different subclasses mm. the archetypes but some of them it is it does become i think you you do start to notice when your wizard is doing ridiculous damage on a regular basis and mm-hmm. you're having to really work then to make sure you're sneak attacking every round or mm. or doing particular things to your class so i think mm. the the yeah the sort of low level that's so much fun when you're in the 1 to 10 you are just super powerful compared to i think so much more fun compared to everyone else mm. Well, I don't want to say that I don't want to say that there no one's having fun, no. but but there is a you're lot of You're having more
0: fun. fun. <laughs> yes, I'm having fun and there's a lot of potential for fun whilst I, um I think in combat But you're it? right. I think cuz with the sneak attack, it's always about like you need to have advantage on the role And if you're mm. going first, you need to work out where you're going to be. So I think you're a bit more maybe you're more aware of your environment, you're more aware of the yeah. tactics and you're thinking outside the box more compared to like you said like your barbarians or your or your fighters who have to you obviously get close, or your rangers have to shoot yeah. from afar. Exactly. You get to look around, and go, okay, there's some ledges here, there's a rock here that I can hide or try and hide behind. I can sneak in, mm. I can do this. So I think yeah. being able to do that at a lower level, and that's how you, that's just how you think, and it's just, mm. yeah, it's just an interesting way of doing it. Like it's not for everyone, for sure, but as I like no. the fact that every time you play a rogue, your opening mm. round, you know, you have to think what what you're going to do. To get yeah. that sneak attack and it always it ends up with like how are you going to get the sneak attack damage unless you're going to do um like uh arcane trickster maybe we have some magic and stuff like that but i, li- I just like the fact that how can you maximize your opportunities? it's all a bit about finding your enemy's weakness and it's like well that's what i quite liked but in this description it talks about like when it comes to combat you pri- prioritize cunning over brute strength so it's like yeah. finding that bit where you can just mm-hmm. be like this is my moment and then you deal that damaging blow it's just I can imagine it being really really satisfying as a result it is
1: it really is and then it becomes and and the thing is satisfaction is a good word for it because there's so much that it gives you in that term because things like uh, uh, uncanny dodge for example or Mm. evasion are just things that you can just feel like a bit of a badass to your DM when they Mm. go alright so um, roll your save oh I saved oh okay oh and I and I use uncanny and I use evasion so you take no damage from the fireball that I just threw? Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, and you feel, and as a rogue, you're just like, yeah!
0: <laughs> and you know the DM's like, oh, bugger. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what, else, what else could I throw at you? So, okay, well, how's this be? Why don't you explain the difference between uncanny Sorry. dodge and evasion? Because, yes. no, it's true, because it always gets mixed up, I see, on stream sometimes. And you mm. have, there's always that 30 seconds where they go, no, I mean this. So what is yeah. the difference between those two uh, class features that you can get? Basically,
1: uncanny dodge is to non-magical attacks. Evasion is to magical attacks. Whereby, if you if you get attack, you can use reaction to half the damage. If you save, if you like, uh, so if it's so that's if you just get attacked by an attack, you can just dodge out the way and take half damage. Mm-hmm. Um, but evasion is uh, you can then evade a magical attack effect. And then if you save the, if you, you know when you save and you take half damage, you just take no damage basically. So if you yeah. make the DC. So which, as a rogue, if it's dexterity-based, you're probably going to save. Do you know what I mean? Like, your your chances of saving are very high. So your chance yeah. of taking no damage from magical attacks is ridiculously high compared to, to others. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you don't have... L- I mean, you're not uh, paladin or barbarian health mm-hmm. hit points, but you're definitely not wizard hit points. So it's actually... No. You can be very... You can you, with that. You're, you're maybe not applying high levels of damage all the time, but you're mm. maintaining uh, your life <laughs> and yeah. not taking up like hit points. If we're gonna go, I know this is a very combat meta, but I feel that rogues are, you know, As I was saying, like mm. they are very much the the most combat heavy. Uh, I, for me personally, fun class, and that's why I talk about mm. them very much in a combat way. Whilst others, I might talk in a more like warlocks, I would talk more about their role play potential. <laughs> well,
0: exactly. Yeah, well, because yeah, warlocks have the patron really early on the first level, right? So that's mm. their thing. Whereas obviously again with all the other classes, you get their their, their archetypes or their subclasses, mm. uh, whatever the term of phrase is now, where um that's when you develop them more. Mm. So I, I completely agree with that. I think from what I was reading through with all the different archetypes so that there are definitely some that are more gained towards the social role-play combat yeah. uh, encounters. Sorry, compared mm-hmm. to thing, but from the get-go, this there's, the there's- the vanilla flavor of of rogue is mm. this is what you do in in, in, in mm. combat and stuff like, like looking at it like yeah. you obviously you've got obviously expertise so you become you know a bit of a skill monkey essentially right mm. so obviously you can do a lot of stuff that maybe some members of the party can't do you obviously mm. can use thieves tools to so disarm traps and all that sort of thing a reliable talent so uh, whenever reliable you make talent a
1: talent is another op it's,
0: skill it's like, so op you just never disappoint it this is my point you are always <laughs> you are
1: always because I i don't know this is my point you are like satisfaction is key in being a rogue mm. you are hardly ever disappointed as a player you 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 don't make your your ability roll you just roll a nine you a lower you use it as a 10 yeah like that's incredible i mean when you hit level 20 stroke a lot if you miss you don't you don't you hit hack you literally just can't miss an attack and if you yeah. and, it, and if you fail an ability check you roll a 20 like yeah so you are never unsatisfied as a player. Like you, just, you just become winning. god, <laughs> like, exactly. Well, you just you just the dice become irrelevant. And actually, it seems it makes so much sense to me. Like when you are a fighter at level fifteen and you do roll a two, mm-hmm. and you somehow do not hit the dragon, I can't. Well, even okay, a bit much. But it's even if you're just consistently rolling when you're in that level ten level, actually, mm. where you can roll between a one and a ten. And not really hit a lot of things, Mm -hmm. you know, because you might only have a plus seven, six or seven bonus. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that don't get hit at 17. Mm -hmm. Uh, So half the time, half your rolls, you're not attacking, you're not hitting. It can feel really trudging. And that's Mm. 50-50. And if you're unlucky with your dice, you can have a whole combat where you're just like, yeah, I miss. I can't do anything with bonus action. and you you
0: waste your turn don't
1: you that's your whole turn gone which is taking Mm. you 20 minutes to get there whilst the wizard casts 15 spells and the cleric (laughs) does a million things and the rogue badasses it and it comes (laughs) round to you and you're just like i mean i have that as my paladin in my curse of strad sometimes i just go around i'm just like yeah i don't do anything Mm -hmm. whilst i've never whenever i've played a rogue i am always something you can do always doing something Mm. and always feeling like i'm involved in the game which is Mm. kind of
0: what I think... I think, I think that's an interesting Sorry. point because I, I always think, I, for whatever reason, I always think, oh, it's really difficult because of sneak attack, and it's not. Like if you mm. work out and talk to your DM, like, do I have? Yeah, you know, I guess, guess that sort of thing. You don't necessarily want to break the fourth wall, going, ah, oh, I want to hide so that I get advantage. I think, but maybe that's mm. just the easiest way, just to be really signpost what, because obviously the reason yeah. you're doing it is to get sneak attack. Because that's otherwise, if you don't get sneak attack, then it's just you you reduce your your damage output per mm. round down to like. A, a D six just- with your with your dagger or whatever, but um, I just want to mention like the other. The other, the other, I think, really interesting class trait you get as just a, a general rogue is mm. uh, Slippery Mind. Mm. So I, I love the idea that you require you acquire greater mental strength, so you gain proficiency in wisdom saving for us, And that's like at level 15. That's actually really good, I think, like because later yeah. on, when you're dealing with spells early on, that so usually uh, strength saves or, or dexterity, dexterity saves, which yeah. your rogue will do. But actually, I think having some, a save in a, in a mental... Yeah modifier it. Actually, could be quite interesting because you know you get higher powered, you know, bosses that are going to have magic mm. and stuff like that to give you that extra save later on. I don't know. I just think that's really interesting because I don't know of no, of the classes again, that do
1: that. No, and I think that that's. I think you get the keen, you get keen mind, don't you? In as mm. a as a wizard, but that's because they're already a very mental, focus. But again, that proves reiterates my point i don't want to keep going about the same point but it's like that's why they are so good again because wisdom saves are a very high amount Mm. of spells these wisdom saves i think i don't know the spell list but i feel like wisdom and dex your your key stats you need to i think sometimes comes in but wisdom is a high one Mm. so it just gives rogues another chance to just go (laughs) i survived (laughs) you know dm what are you going to chuck at me now yeah and yeah. if you're an arcane trickster, then you can't even chuck, you know, co- uh, intelligence saves on them, so you're mm. pretty, and charisma, they pretty normally...
0: Well, you get something called blind sense at level 14, so you can yeah. hear, if you're able to hear, sorry, um, mm. you can be aware of a location of any hidden or invisible creatures within 10 feet of you. That's really good, because, again, your you yeah. big bad disappears, and you can hear them, like, sneak off, and you're mm. like, well, I know vaguely where they are, and you just work out where they are. I think that's amazing. Again, yeah. and that's at level 14, where, again, most things will start to be more invisible or greater invisibility or, or you know you can't yeah. see them without certain sight uh, like yep. all that sort of thing so I, again as a class really interesting that it's like you said very combat focused mm. but as so versatile that you're not it's not like I feel like every round is going to be very different or you, 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 you have to you have to be on it a little bit so you're like <laughs> and you okay can this you is my round I can do tactically
1: this. aware because going back to sneak attack like I always find the easiest way that you go hide the in- easy one I go is are my my uh, fellow player characters next to someone because that's mm-hmm. it just to I don't know if people, if people don't know this but it's if you're within if you've got another player character within five feet mm-hmm. of uh, of an enemy you get sneak attack on them as well because they are sort of semi-distracted with it yeah you all I mean we'll go on to swashbucklers because swashbucklers are fucking cool because they take it <laughs> even further which yeah. is like if no one's around you get mm-hmm. basically your sneak attack bonus sorry I'll just turn that that's so, okay sorry but um, so yeah you. I think that they, the sneak attack can be, is yeah, you have to be very tactically aware of what's going on, on the on the table.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, if not more than others, I don't know why, but it feels like you're very much... I think then, you can you can yeah. bounce off your other players very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you go, I, I I say obviously not necessarily, but because you've got such a, a big advantage with your decks, because the decks is mm-hmm. the the core of this class. I think like yeah. I know obviously we've said this before. Tashes you can change things around, so you can do other things. But with because obviously so much of this is deck space, you're you're quick. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get out of the way and all that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it makes sense for this. So you might go quicker. uh in the initiative so you can make the first strike and then see what your players do and then set up and stuff so you really are working together as a team i feel like yeah. i are we interesting to see having a team of like cause you know we always talk about parties that are just fully bards well or i've you... got
1: this is something oh. i was going to talk about Go on. so i was part of a one shot called the beige gang right okay. now this was this came about from a conversation that i had on a discord server the hope discord server with a few other player people people might know out there like uh maca from check these out uh maps and quests he's kind of a big person on the internet making maps and Emil from the Double DM podcast and uh, there's lots of other people, I have role Players Guild and all that so anyway there's lo- a few of us on there and mm-hmm. we were just taking the piss about the fact that role playing a rogue is always I'm an edgelord, you know, like yes. I'm an orphan oh I'm such a thief, I'm so broken, you know <laughs> Little uh, Sparrow, oh yes, yes exactly yeah, do you know what I mean, uh, you know Vaxeldan, you know, always go, like my favourite scene from Critical Role is when there's a video of it, I think someone's made an animation of it where darn goes like you know, to Pike and goes, we're broken. She goes, yeah, we all are. <laughs> like, get over it. Just shut up, because <laughs> it's like he's always going on about being like, I'm so, oh, dark. I'm so dark and depressing. Okay. I, I was all kinds of fucked up a couple of weeks ago. Well, you are all all kinds of fucked up all the time. And that <laughs> we're all all kinds of fucked up, and that's why we all are together. I walk by eating chicken and wearing no pants. (laughs) (laughs) And I give him a slap on his bare ass as he walks by. (laughs) So we were joking, like, oh, imagine if you had some rogues that were just, like, the most beige people ever, okay? And so we came up with each, we took each subclass and made, like, the most banal variant. So I played a cat burglar who yeah. was very rich? Uh, inherited a potato chip inheritance <laughs> from his from Rhode Island. So we talked like this, and he Amazing. and basically he had uh, he he didn't steal art. He didn't steal money because he had all that. He mm-hmm. stole randomly shaped and interestingly shaped objects so like like a piece of toast with jesus on it was like stuff like you know really crap Amazing. things yeah because he was like recently really esoteric and he was like like collecting stamps as well as the biggest stamp thief in the oh, world you know like i love that okay and then we had uh, an arcane trister who was basically a children's entertainer <laughs> cool. uh, we had um a camp counselor sort of you know um ed norton from um from uh, not Moonrise King, uh, what was it? Is it, um, the Wes Anderson film where he's a camp, leader. oh, uh,
0: oh, I don't know. Oh, is it Moonrise Kingdom? I can't I, I'm just thinking Grand Buda, Budapest Hotel because he's in that as a, yeah, uh, that's like, unhelpful. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway, so like just a sort of basically
1: camp counselor guy who was, uh, that's who was amazing. A scout. and then we, oh, we had like, lo- we had um, a Karen who was, um, oh, what was she? Oh, I can't what she was an assassin yes she was an mm. assassin so she was like a sucker mom karen character <sighs> who like had oranges and everyone was getting tea and stuff like that but also Amazing. was really good at poisoning people <laughs> and, <laughs> and just to keep her like so we're just like all these ridiculously beige backgrounds and we went mm-hmm. on this fun watch shot and it was like a- and so much fun and but again the point is playing all these uh characters in a mm. in a one shot We had so much fun just, like, Mm. sneaking about, doing stupid things, like, using the... The Archive Trista was, like, using mind tricks on people. Uh, One of them... um, played Mastermind so they had lots of like abilities to like organise like to like mm. scope it out it's good fun I recommend I, it I, I, you I, know what a, That's all rogue that's, party I, is amazing
0: I guess because yeah I was going to say because I, I was like I don't know how that would work but actually when you're talking about it it makes so much sense that you just don't take yourself as seriously you you do the, yeah. the Batman you do that sort of thing and then you all work. yeah. that sounds awesome as a result so maybe yeah. there needs to be more streams or one-offs where you're all playing the same class but different archetypes we of- keep saying we want to do more of it at
1: some point point. we should but but like the rogue one is the best. I, like, I recommend anyone How out there just get a party of rogues and see what happens and be different. Because yeah. the other thing you learn from Dragon's Jewel is that when you get any, like we roll for class at the end. So you gain all your stats and you can get stats wherever you like. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where your stats end up. If you get given any class, there is a class that will be an intelligence focus or, you know, even if you are... Mm you aren't wanting to play you want to play someone with an intelligent focus rogue you can be an, uh, an inquisitive you know mm. or uh, or even sorry or a sorry uh an arcane trista or you could be wisdom based and be more down the mastermind inquisitive role or, or mm-hmm. if you want to be more strength based you could even go you could even make that work you know like mm-hmm. any any Skill really works,
0: I'd say. Yeah, I think so too. Well, let's well, let's move on then. Be to sorry. no, no, don't be sorry. I think I think it's really interesting how like because again, again from the description or from the early descriptions, they're always like well they're thieves, they are cut purses, there's mm. all those sort of things, which relates to obviously the thief archetype. But then actually looking through, it's like. When you're building your rogue, it, there's a big question at the beginning, certainly in the player's handbook, goes, what is your relationship to the law?" And I like suddenly, because it, it gave you this option, like, oh, well, you could have locksmiths, you can have investigators or exterminators. So suddenly I'm thinking mm. like, oh, like the Witcher, like, it just, uh, uh, like any sort of detective or anything like that mm. could be a roguish archetype. Yes. And I was like, that actually opens it up. So you're not always going to be, oh, I, you know, like you said, so do you feel like as soon as you're on the the, the wrong side of the law, you're instantly like, well, I'm dark and I'm I'm, I'm an edge lord and oh, no one understands me and I, I, and maybe that's just my way of looking at it. But now you're like, yeah. oh, it opens it up to so much, like you said. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so, that, so let's look at some of the archetypes. then. so I guess mm-hmm. out of random, what's what's the one that you've always like you always get drawn to, and you're like, this is really good. I mean, I know you've described quite a few of them yes, very sorry. briefly, but no, no, no. But what's what's the one you're like, uh, I, that's my favorite to play. I Favourite
1: play? I think it's a a toss-up between the swashbuckler, Mm -hmm. because that is just, that is ridiculously fun. Our swashbuckler was uh, the captain of their local yacht club, (laughs) for for example. That was who our swashbuckler was, uh, uh, called Tarquin. He was, like, ridiculously posh. It was hilarious, like, overplayed (laughs) it. But um, the swashbuckler is just, like, for roleplay. If you want something, if you want to just be that, you know, sort of like Captain Flashheart from Blackadder, you know, yep. just, do you know what I mean? That sort of uh, character. Yeah,
0: I, I was definitely thinking uh, Captain Jack Sparrow as yeah, I was the main but I love Flashheart idea, That idea you're just like, ha ha, ha I have ha, arrived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just like, really, and not be roguish about it in
1: the sense of sneaky sneaky, but just be very plain... I'm here, I'm very loud. (laughs) Look at me. Look look at me. me. (laughs) And I'm going to take you all down with my fancy footwork, because that's one of the things they've got.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, so yeah, describe what fancy footwork is, because I think, again, it is such a cool class feature, and I think people don't... So yeah, just so people know that the... the swashbucket you can find in the Sword Coast Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. Yes, that's right, yeah. So that's where yes, you can exactly. find this one. So, yeah, what's fancy footwork then? Yeah, so, well, as they, they are, ju- duelists and pirates, it gives you the ability that
1: when you land a strike and then slip away without reprisal, it means that if you make a melee attack against a creature, that creature can't make opportunity attacks against you for the rest of your turn. Which means, mixed with cunning action, mm-hmm. you can go in, attack, <laughs> disengage without having to use the disengage thing, mm-hmm. And go height, yeah, with your bonus action, which in, means out. you just you literally just go tru, 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 and then just float away and disappear behind a box and then jump <laughs> back in. Tru, 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 tru. You know, it's so much fun. It's just I don't know why if anyone says they're not fun, they're not playing
0: it right. That's all. I agree. Yeah, I, I get proper. Uh, in, is it? Um, indigo montoya vibes and that sort of princess bride oh you've not seen princess bride ah oh, but yeah I you know, have big i need to you do because there's a big dueling fight in that which is pretty cool as well mm. and, uh, and yeah that idea that you're witty and haha and all well, the fencing and stuff guybrush Guy streetwood from from
1: yes. it makes me think of like i'd love to just add the the uh, insult sword fighting you know of girls in a sword fight a sharp weed is much more important than a sharp
0: blade Of course. Everybody knows that, Chrome Dome. Let's get this over with. Every enemy I've met I've annihilated. Oh yeah? Well you fight like a cow
1: to any like i feel like if you're going to be a rogue when you use the panache feature yes. which is at uh, level nine where your charm becomes extraordinary begui- <laughs> extraordinarily beguiling you can make a charisma check contested by a, charis- a creature's wisdom check creature mm-hmm. must be able to hear you and two of you must share a language if you succeed in the trek the creature is hostile to you it has disadvantage on attack rolls targets uh, and against targets other than you can't make opportunity attacks against targets. So, so it's all yeah. focused
0: on you, yeah. essentially, which I yeah. love. Again, you're like, no, no, deal with me first. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, we've not done like here
1: you fight like a cow and the, you know like you know I can't think of the ones
0: I can never I can't remember them but yeah so in um, it's Return to Monkey Island or, or Curse Street, of Monkey Island that's the it's, Curse of Monkey Island and uh, yeah no, you have
1: to yeah exactly
0: yeah it's, they're all Monkey Island based essentially
1: but Monkey Island yeah it's great they yeah, like, have it but and they're
0: just, I love it because yeah you go round and you meet people and then you fight and obviously you're crap at the beginning because you don't know any insults but then you learn from other pirates and then you can eventually beat them because you're like ah, oh, this is the this is the return insult I can give back to them and it's Oh, oh. that's it you fight like a cow then you must you must you must
1: know because you fight like a dairy farmer or something like that I think is the
0: that's the so comeback like, it's that, yeah. like that yeah
1: but yeah it's good fun look <laughs> over there three-headed monkey that's the other one you could say if you want to run away
0: <laughs> um, anyway yeah no i love that no don't be sorry don't be sorry so yeah so it is that whole sort of archetype of the swashbuckler. it is fighting with your swords and uh, you know you get to be like a master duelist at the end so again similar to that final thing if you you've missed a roll in combat you can succeed so if you miss an attack roll you can roll again with advantage and that that comes back on a short or long rest and you're like i know that's pretty good like you know it's pretty good yeah you always just manage to to get that final thing. So I just yeah, everything well, about also it. So using is fun. your
1: bonus action to turn to gain adv- on your turn to gain advantage on the next dexterity or strength check.
0: Yes, yes, you that, that quite, that's that's quite interesting. I guess like again, that's maybe you're predicting what happens in the battle of the art or they're using uh, area effect spells or, or yeah. something like that. No, oh, the, the environment's for that. Like, oh, maybe I'll do this just to make yeah. sure I'm okay as a player. So yeah, and I it think just, there's, uh, it makes there's a lot to of it.
1: like the fact that you now don't have to in- disengage with bonus action. You can go in. You can fight. You can then run away and then like climb up the battlements and then get the higher ground. I don't know. That's kind of what it makes me think of. Oh, look, yeah. in a pirate fight.
0: Whoosh! Oh no! Look, I'm in a I'm in a new place. So <laughs> yes, yes, you are a new place. I think place, we were just ones.
1: talking about the. We were just finishing off talking about the swashbuckler.
0: Were indeed we? yes we were so yes. yeah i i like that idea that like you were saying so we got obviously like captain jack sparrow as, as mm. aspects you've also yeah. got again like i said princess bride a great great film if you if you've ever watched it i again i'm going to tell hamilton to keep watching it because it's such a know, oh, it's a great campaign isn't it? but the idea yeah, these duelists and sort of like haha which i guess again i don't necessarily you definitely see them really at, at higher levels you you when you're having duels and stuff like that so mm. it's not necessarily a, a big bad uh, end of the campaign but are we cool to try i think for sure
1: i feel if you were doing a uh two player campaign like a dm and one player sort of mm. person or a dm and two players you could get away with that sort of thing like because mm. those are, i think they're more and more interesting i always want to do one if i had all the time you know like i always had all this time because it's one of those things i think it'd be great to take one character and really pull them to, to and you could have that epic you know sort of lightsaber sort of Darth Vader
0: um, oh sort of, yeah i hadn't yeah. even thought about that yeah like a like a like, yeah a lightsaber duke. cuz obviously lightsabers are like swords should have known <laughs> anyway <laughs> fun fact
1: fun <laughs> <laughs> fact
0: literally Should... Fiona's mind has just been blown she's realised that ah. slices like so. no, what, and they're just they're, they're the same amount of danger because if you do get killed by a sword you, well you're dead and if you're killed <laughs> by a lightsaber you're, you're really dead yeah, so. you're really dead <laughs> really dead yeah anyway um, yeah moving on then I think I, yeah. I'll put who's your
1: favourite what's your favourite archetype that you've been meaning because you've not played one oh, but what I one haven't. would you be like this is the one I want to try if I'm going to be a rogue what do I want to try first
0: Oh, ooh, now that's tricky. Uh looking at them, I mm. would really like to try I think Phantom would be quite oh. interesting so f- Phantom is Tasha's you know corner of anything.
1: You can achieve. <gasps> I why? thought you would choose Phantom, just because it says Phantom in
0: the name. It does like... say Phantom. I like, I like <laughs> Ghosts.
1: I like and Ghosts because you, like you like horror. That's why.
0: <laughs> it makes it. You know what? I am but predictable. I think in this. Thing. So yes. Yeah, so this is an interesting one because it's sort of talking about rogues walking the line between life and death, and this yeah. idea that they can sort of talk with the dead and and have all this sort of to do with death and soul trinkets mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. And I quite liked. This I think really it was talking about like, you know, how did you discover this grim power? So if you wanted to be something that's like I I, I think warlock light in a way, like you there's some sort of I I, I know I just said like I don't like having like, oh, I'm evil, but I think there's just something here about you're in tragic circumstances and you're using these powers and stuff. So for this I was think I saw stuff like um Oh, I was thinking like uh, Sabriel. So there's like, um, by Gareth Nix, which is uh, a lady who controls death through using different bells and she can control demons and stuff like that. So this idea that you're using death and going into the river of the sticks and trying to find information mm. and stuff. And that's what it talks about. It's talking about getting information from the grave and all that sort of thing, which I was just like, really interesting. And it pairs yeah. it off quite nicely because it talks about certain places, like in Eberron, and stuff, that you can become like a wizard's confidant. So the mm. fact that you could have another backstory with another player that's like i'm gonna play a wizard like, oh well how have you thought about these two being together so slightly yeah. magical but also you know a bit almost like i want to say like a grim tongue in a way that's sort of like that's mm. sort of just like a different saying, thing
1: like a henchman to an evil wizard feels exactly. like a perfect phantom doesn't it and if you were gonna mm. yeah i think that could be quite if you were thinking of an npc character that you wanted to make like a super henchman person sort of thing that's like mm-hmm. You want to give them some proper leveling and, and play them as a, as a known character, you could, you could use this quite well. But yeah, exactly. you, or, or as a player, as you said, if you want to play that sort of be quite fun mm. like a sort of right hand
0: definitely i quite like that so the, the the features that sort of come out from phantom that i really like there's one called whales of the grave or whales from the grave sorry where when you hit someone closer to death you can also channel that harm into somebody else 30 feet away mm. <laughs> and so that idea that you can you you know hit someone with your sneak attack and you can deal it was it round up half your number of sneak attack dice and then that second creature takes necrotic necrotic damage equal to whatever you roll on that but that's quite good because there's no save against that or they just have to be within 30 feet so you could be properly Mm. dishing out damage for that and you can do it uh, a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus which you regain on the long rest and I just thought that's such a cool little slice again another thing where you're just doing more damage and more damage and more damage and necrotic damage as well
1: This inspired my uh, paladin I made called the Oath of the Veiled Shadow, which you can find Mm. on DM, (laughs) which (laughs) is surprising (laughs) that that came up in this conversation. No, but I did it that they don't, the only way that they get, so it was similar like from the Shadowfell, they use a shadow realm to like inhabit there to like, Mm -hmm. that's how they gain benefits and stuff. And the one that this room I made is I changed the... um, I mean, a bit like Dark Souls in the sense that you get a soul blade, and so you have like this blade which has like little gemstones in it. And when you kill a creature, you fill the gemstone with their soul oh. for your radiant, for your um, uh, what's it called? Your uh, divine smite. So instead of having mm. a divine, you don't have any divine power. Mm-hmm. You gain it by having to like battle with with enemies, and when you an enemy or any enemy that you've attacked that dies within fifteen feet of you, but you've attacked mm. it, at least ca- caused bl- blood to it. Its soul gets sucked into your mm. blade, and that's your. And if it's like a fiend, you get necrotic instead of radiant. And if Ooh. it's a non-fiend, you get radiant damage. So you can have a necrotic that's pretty cool. divine smite. So yeah, I thought it was quite fun.
0: That's so, quite yeah. Uh, no, so, I love that because
1: I, I, I saw this and I was like, I love this idea. <laughs> copy paste, <laughs> but copy not paste. copy paste. But like I. I played on to that to make it something that was like yeah. and focus. so I think they're quite fun
0: they are quite I mean, fun I mean, you, these, are, these are great well, you've, well you've, you've hit on the really good things again so the second sort of big thing that they have is called tokens of the departed so mm. when, a, when a life ends in your presence you're able to snatch a token from the departing soul a sliver of its life essence that takes physical form so yeah. again a really cool role role play thing so when someone a creature dies in your presence uh and it says creature not an enemy or a target okay. or anything like that so it could be your ally um you take uh you you using your, so your yes your, your you can open your hand as a reaction mm-hmm. and you can roll on the table to get a, a, a trinket which represents what the soul was about so you can even roll for mm-hmm. it or the dm could describe it and i think i mean it might get a bit tedious if you're constantly doing that perhaps but i just like the idea that you get something at the yeah. end of it, and you can do so many things with it so you get whilst a trinket soul is on your person you can get advantage on death saving throws and constitution saving throws uh, if, you, if you deal sneak attack damage on your turn you can destroy one of it and you mm-hmm. instantly use that whale the grave so that thing before yeah. so you can do that without expending a slot for that so that's quite good um and then obviously the the cool role play was that you can break it for an action and ask the soul a question and it has to answer but it doesn't have to answer truthfully so very much like um oh what's it called now i've completely forgotten but um the one where you talk to the dead and he can answer you several yeah, questions. Speak to dead. There you go. <laughs> Ask, talk to the dead. Talk speak with the dead. To speak, the dead. The dead yeah. speak with the dead. Speak to the dead. So yeah. So again, some really cool role play things that you could just have. You could just meet so, yeah. an NPC with loads of like necklaces and stuff with different shards. Yeah, I think what and, I would do
1: is like like with this like have like a standard trinket for just like this is what I gain like like mm. little yeah just said like like gems on a on a on a necklace or like a like mm. like little blades around your like Mm. on your like skirt or something like that I could imagine like little Mm. like leaves or feathers but then when it's like a particular one you might roll and you're like oh this is a this is a like
0: like a big big bad bad. yeah Yeah, I'm
1: gonna roll for this I can imagine also that if you ended up in Avernus say you might Mm. find those very useful uh financially yeah (laughs) this is a good thing I'm not I'm not advocating selling of
0: these things but you know it's just (laughs) I'm just free saying free money free money you know what <laughs> it's basic nervous, um. isn't it basically is isn't like obviously, you can only get a certain number. I think mean, it's like your proficiency bonus, yeah, uh, all the way up. So so. Ultimately, I think it's like five or six that you can have at any mm. one time. But I mean, still pretty useful, still cool to have. Like, uh, and yeah, and then you have stuff like a ghost walk, so you can. Which reminds me of our
1: literally yeah, of ghost walk. Ghost walk.
0: absolutely. That's Someone's what I was thinking. Well. So, Somebody's going mm, manifest. Um, yes. <laughs> so yes, yeah, exactly. so this idea that for your bonus action, you become spectral, and you can you have flight speed of ten feet and you can phase in and out of people and that's something that you can get somewhere uh, you obviously take damage as well but you can stay in this form for 10 minutes which is pretty good if you're yeah. trying to sneak in somewhere perhaps And uh, or you can use a, like a, your soul trinket to restart it as well so again this is sort of this other currency that you have that you can use for that which I just think yeah. is really good and then the final thing is uh, I, again I really love how they title these things so it's like oh death's friend it's like oh that's such a, a nice closer so you can use that Wales from the dead on both the first target and the second target to give them necrotic, necrotic yeah. damage and then at the end of a long rest a soul trinket just appears in your hand anyway because yes. the, the ghosts are drawn to you and I'm like oh I love I that As a,
1: oh. if so, you yes. want to be an edgelord this is <laughs> you this is <laughs> like it. this is I'd this love is to it? make a beige version of this to be honest because you didn't have a beige phantom but I really want
0: one now because that would be amazing because yeah you just be like oh does anyone want this I've got, I've
1: got I imagine so they many. own like a really naff um, this is it. They're gonna own a really naff like souvenir shop,
0: oh, yes. and that's what their
1: job is. So they're like a really boring, like the you know, oh, exit through the gift shop sort of like place, mm. but oh, all yeah, their the... trinkets are actually souls, <laughs> but yeah. No one knows like, about it, uh, but they're like, take it away, but they're like really naff things, like Eladro. Apologies to anyone who has Ladro in their house, but you know those really crap, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like porcelain or something like that, or stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like an antique shop, but it mm. is just like those old curios. And and you're like, babies. no, Will they turn into <gasps> oh, baby babies. Oh no, that, that's too that's too horrific, even for me. That's too horrific, <laughs> too horrific. Uh,
1: this is what I, we... I want to do to your horror: is ruin it with baby no. babies. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm sure if I look around this room, I'm sure there's plenty of Beanie Babies somewhere, but you just can't see them. They're always <laughs> they're, they're always he- they're always hiding they're always stealthed, so you never you never see them. Um, all right, what other what other uh, archetype do you think that you're like? Oh, this is quite cool. I'm uh, I, think, play. I think
1: I like, think all of them are really cool. I think the one that I feel could be better is one. Ooh. If you want to talk about that, yeah, let The for that. inquisitive one.
0: Yes, yes, because I. I actually oh. I do like this one as well because I was I was in, I was stuck between Phantom and Inquisitive because I think again for role play stuff Inquisitive yes. is quite a good one. So what 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 is it about and why would you improve it? Why would I improve it? I feel like it should there's the one thing the one thing I've been trying
1: I've trying to make that I've just not got the time around to is making a proper sure. detective class for D and D because I think it yes. needs one and yes. this is the closest you get and yes. I just don't think it does enough. Mm. That's all because I think it's. Um, I think the ear for deceit and the ear eye for detail are very good, so you, uh, just so that yeah. you can whenever you can make a wisdom check to you can roll a seven or low on a d20 as an eight so basically you're just better at being able to read truth and like yes yeah, out
0: the lines yeah, press X to doubt is always yes, my favorite exactly. on that. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah and making a bonus action for to check like uh, decipher and uncover clues so just being able to do intelligence checks generally or wisdom checks to Mm -hmm. to, to, uh, generally perception investigation i think as a bonus action i don't think that's good enough because i'm like when i'm in combat and going oh i need to find the secret door it's normally when you're in a room so i feel like it needed i think it needed better than that and insightful fighting again it's what i thought the problem this is my problem is that they've made a very combat focused class trying to make it a role play heavy sorry oh, i just hit the camera <laughs> roll a fo- a combat focus class into a very roleplay-focused yes. class and it doesn't work <laughs> that's I, the problem because yeah. they're trying to steal they're trying to think oh let's make it about bonus actions and about um, mm-hmm. in insightful fighting which gives you like a, a advantage basically by you can check to see where you can hit better basically yeah um steady eye You can, so you have advantage if you move half your speed.
0: Um, Investigation and perception checks if you, yeah, all that sort of thing.
1: Uh, Yeah. You can, yeah, yeah. again, you can see more things. You get better blind sense and you figure out weaknesses of people. I just think it was very much, I don't know, it was close to being detected, but really it's more like a really good, it felt very close to assassin. Assassin. like, I'm very good at being able to determine how to kill people. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, so it's good because it opens up the need for a detective class, which I think there is room mm-hmm. for. But Agreed. Um, it's that's all. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree. I guess because obviously rogues, obviously because they're designed in such a way as we just sort of spoke about, mm. about having this combat, you know, they are going to do hit, you know, if they're going to hit, they're going to hit very hard. Yeah. Um, but then obviously you say, oh, but you know, all this stuff does feel a bit to me like it's out of combat. Like how often in combat do you find exactly. a secret door or the lever that reverses the lava or anything like that and yeah. i just i don't know i i, I definitely have had in previous dnd sessions there's definitely been like there's been a time and there's been a big crystal yeah. um and i've gone hmm let's kill the, let's break the crystal because it seems to be pulsating quite quickly but yeah. that's just me as a player and as a barbarian that's what i normally play the, the damage on it can outdo it whereas this is like i feel like any any player that's as a, you don't have to be like. I want to roll. Can I see if that? Is you as? Because I always probably
1: like, give it as a bonus action. If someone says I right? want to make an investigation check in the middle of combat, I'd be like, yeah, take it as a bonus action.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or or if you or or or, or at disadvantage if you're busy mm. doing something yes, else. Exactly. I completely agree. Like it's just one of those things where, I maybe it's just as a player you're like, what well, my my character wouldn't see this because I play like. So I think I always think that when you're playing D anD. D, you are playing yourself underneath it all, so you will have a little bit going. Well, why is that pulsating? Like, any person will be like, oh, well, yeah, let's go check You've that out. I don't need a to...
1: pulsating crystal in a room. That's the yeah. kind of thing. So, uh,
0: I guess, because obviously, you know, everyone always, I think that's the thing. We've always, I think we've maybe talked about this before this idea that perception checks are always the most common. Can I see this? Can mm. I see that? And all that sort of thing. Yeah. And I guess it's tricky because we're not using all the time, we're not using uh, minis and maps and mm. all that sort of thing. We're using theatre of the mind. So, sometimes yeah. it is, but like, can I see the where the monster's weak point is? It just gets to that point where you're like, just, I don't know, like, either you give it or, like, there's no point in rolling for everything. Investigation's different because obviously you can be like, you uncover the the cellar door or all that sort of thing. So I always always find perception checks really tricky because it's one of the most used ones, but it's also, do you use it in combat? Not really. It's just a a way to advance the story, which I think as DMs, like, if they're not getting it, there should always be a plan B where you're like, oh, look, your NPC friend has found. Uh, from shuffling because it, it's taking you a bit longer, so the treasure has been taken away already, or you know something like that, rather than just constantly rolling for no purpose. If you see yeah. what I mean. So yeah, I, I completely agree. I I love the idea of an investigator. Like I'm thinking. Maybe, uh, I can't. is he called Harry Dresden from the Dresden Files or anything like that okay, like yeah, I've,
1: I've, yeah I've never watched it but I've heard the term but yeah yeah, but yeah Dr- Sherlock yeah, Holmes just, is kind of like Sherlock
0: this. Holmes <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and I guess because if you think about it Sherlock Holmes doesn't necessarily do lots of fighting he just does lots of um, thinking about things and then you eventually get they go "Why, well, god Holmes you've got it right and that's, that's the end of the adventure and it's not rarely yeah. it does he fight let's put it mm-hmm. that way so yeah it's, it's tricky I, don't, I guess I wouldn't I don't know if I would put Sherlock Holmes as a rogue per se well no I mean he's roguish but he's not Rogic. a rogue <laughs> but yeah. he... I guess but I maybe I'd maybe put him as a duelist perhaps so i put him back as yeah. a swashbuckler and just have everything dumped into proficiencies yeah. and stuff because you already get proficiencies and expertise yeah, in the classic yeah. so you don't necessarily need more of it I mean I don't what know. I've
1: tried to make it in the past I've done it so that you sort of you like I've just given them as basic like straight off you get advantage on intelligence and wisdom saving throws uh, like sort of like um checks sorry mm. checks based on your area of study that you've taken yeah. you understand so in a detective like an urban environment you pretty much mm. know the street the ne- the network of the roads everywhere and you can get benefits on like if you're chasing someone mm. you can i've made it so you can like predict where they're going to move basically mm. so you can sort of organize cutoff points but it's mm-hmm. that's kind of how i played it but it what i've tried to build it and sort of things like um feel like things that do work with with them is sort of like that hide in plain sight sort of rangery it needs a bit of ranger mixed in and a bit of i feel like roads and rangers just need to like Mm. get chucked into a mixer generally and i've done a few things i've done Mm. thought about making things i feel like you could gain a lot like, I think, well, when we do talk... Have you talked about rangers
0: on... No, before? not yeah. yet, so we'll have to do that again. Yeah,
1: but basically, rangers just need cunning action added in and a couple of other things from other things, and they'd be sorted, because, like...
0: they will be done.
1: They'd be done. <laughs> but you think... We well, were talking about Legolas. Like, Legolas, to me, is, mm. is a ranger, but...
0: Absolutely, yeah, but I can definitely around, see him... I can definitely a, see him doing you, both, yeah. You play
1: him as a rogue if you wanted to be Legolas. If so I wanted to make a Legolas character, I'd probably just take a rogue and give them yeah. a bow. Yeah, I wouldn't give him you, a ranger. Fee. Yeah, because but
0: yeah, because most of it, yeah, because you yeah, that sneak attack you can get on ranged attacks as well. Yeah, so
1: exactly yeah, makes sense. So like it doesn't. I don't know. It just kind of it kind of. Mm. Uh, it's not, we'll talk about rangers. We'll talk about rangers well, when we come to rangers. We'll talk about
0: rangers. But yes, yeah, so I, I agree. I think inquisitive as well. Like I guess the name of it as well. Whereas all the rest are like you know arcane tricks to it. It's like inquisitive. It's like investigator. Yes, exactly. In, 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 inquisitor or anything yeah. like that. So no, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. that front so yeah Um, so i i I want to talk about i think my the other archetype i wanted to talk about was the assassin purely because this like reading through it brought me back to my favorite video game of all time which is hitman and just the. Uh, I just. I love Hitman. I think if, if you ever want to get like a proper roguish sort of thing, play the latest Hitman's that you get because you've got beautiful levels and all that sort of thing. But yeah, it's the way you really can. Nice. Yeah, oh, you do. Because. And if, if you've ever played any Hitman, the fact is, you know, it, the mission is always the same. You kill a target. Usually yeah. it's maybe multiple targets or it has to be yeah. in a certain time limit. And what's great about Hitman is that you. And that's why I love it so much is that you can replay it so many times. And I've, I've just wandered around the levels picking up various things and gone. Oh, maybe I'll kill it. it. Was like, oh shit, I killed someone. Oh no, run away! Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck. As most of Hitman playthroughs you ever see is people like hiding and running yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I—that's I, the thing that makes me love. So th- that's why when I was so, 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 saw this class, I was like, this could be quite fun because you could play the very serious like Assassin's Creed, Tobias Reaper mm. sort of thing. And but I want it to be clumsy. I want you to like, I, oh no, I used the rubber duck instead of the 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 throwing, Tommy
1: like, Cooper of.
0: Thank uh, <laughs> you. Good evening. Have we got time for more? <laughs> oh, could you imagine? That would be amazing. That's it. I love Yeah. It. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I thought I would talk about assassins. And I think, because most people, I, I don't know, I don't know, again, this is where I should have done some research before, but I don't know what the most popular type of rogue is. I would assume it is a damage dealer. Like, I always think it's thief. Cause I just, yeah. Maybe it's, that's just the thing of it. But I think assassin probably is quite, assassin and arcane trickster, I think, are quite big because so people might want to be, do a little bit of magic and stuff. Mm. I'm going to find out. Have a look. So I'll say, so you get at level three, you get something called assassinate. I mean, makes sense. If you're an assassin, Ooh. you get assassinate.
1: Oh, gone. Rogue Rugish Arth types rankings. Uh, oh, this is ranked by just one person. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so Assassinate, you get advantage on any attack rolls on a creature against a teacher that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. So, again, that quick initiative mm. you get and, and you just stab, and then any hit you score on a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. So, again, the idea that you're just walking up behind someone and you did a lot of talking, you know how all these boss fights always start with talking, you just go, right? Just In position and go. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it's done. Yeah, no, they.
1: I think uh, they they do have lots of other fun things. But I think when you were saying, Mm. I think. Thief and Assassin must be I was just thinking about going back to the most I think it must be Thief and Assassin probably
0: I think because they're, they're both aren't they both available in they're the most v- available ones Yeah. That's it. In, in players handbook. so there's Arcane yeah. Trickster Assassin and uh, Thief I think yes. it's basic rules but yes so th- mm. those are those three are obviously they have been the oldest I guess so yeah, I can imagine quite. it's one of those three yeah but um, what so? What do you think of their like
1: infiltration stuff, like the imposter one, and the? I think they're quite fun actually. Mm, yeah, I think so they're more fun than the thief one.
0: So this, is, so this is the thing. I think is it yes. Yeah, so this one talks about like okay, so you're you're putting yourself in this sort of character, and again, I can imagine using this sort of thing that you set. I don't know I don't know how often you do this in a game I just think it's quite nice flavour stuff and maybe good roleplay stuff so okay you you create a a false identity for yourself but you must spend seven days and 25 gold pieces to establish a history profession and affiliations for identity but which can't be a real person it has to be fictional but again very Hitman you just turn up in a suit and you're like hello I'm Tobias Rekupo you've got a a hotel room for me oh yes of course because you're wearing a suit (laughs) so I think that's quite cool Um, and then the imposter one, so you gain the ability to sort of mimic speech, writing, and behaviour, but you must spend at least three hours studying these three components of the behaviour, so again, following around people and stuff like that. Um, your ruse is in, in, indiscernible to the casual observer, but a wary creature may suspect something, so they have to do it, uh, but you gain advantage on any deception checks. Yeah. So again, it's all... I guess this, this is the thing. Is I, the, I get, just think the, about you, need, you need to... Ha- no, I was just going to say, I think it's one of those things where this would have to be a very particular type of campaign because I can imagine you you have this cool idea oh, I'm going to be a hitman but I'm going to do this and then you're like yeah well we're, we're going into a dungeon though so this you don't need a disguise yeah. for anything you don't need to mimic yeah. anything so yeah, it it's this would a bit be great. it'd be great in like the worst deep. I was, was going to say House Dragon House right yeah, yeah cause, absolutely Cause infiltrate balls you can mm. pretend to be other people yeah it works, works well on, for this
1: uh, interestingly going to all rogues the, um, the uh, High Rollers water deep dragon heist they all had to take a l- level in level
0: rogue. in rogue didn't they yeah, yeah
1: i think mm. so uh, because it felt very they called it a rogue's gambit didn't it, actually so that was the t- title for it but it's a per- it is i think this mm. is perfect for because i think when we were doing dragon heist there was lots of time where we had like weeks to go by time to downtime happening and stuff like that so we didn't actually have any rogues we didn't actually in our party but we had a ranger and I feel like we should have swapped (laughs) I should have swapped the ranger to a rogue it would make so much more sense but because they went to a parties into it and they went to galas and stuff and they needed to infiltrate and so this would have been perfect for it like you know and there's you just have you wouldn't you'd obviously say you spend the next week you know creating this false identity sort of thing
0: Mm. I guess yeah I guess yeah it's the way you play it. I guess yeah I can imagine it being for a heist stuff for mm. urban settings but again the idea that maybe you have a guild and you're like okay it's, it's a thieves guild or it's a, it's a you know, I don't know a mission impossible kind of guild yeah. and you're like okay should you choose should you, should to accept it as these things yes. and then work on, on that perhaps but yeah because it does feel very role play-esque mm. and, like it's, and you have to have you know, meet certain requirements because there's another I can't remember which class it is unfortunately but there's one which does the same thing as imposter but you can mimic someone's speech for a minute after mm. just like looking at them or something like that and it's like compared that to three hours of work so you can imagine like an upstart like mm. rogue going oh i'm going to mimic that speech he goes oh well i think you need to take your time oh no you can just do it okay well that's pointless for me <laughs> but i, I think I, I i again it's it's campaign dependent for sure but I, I do like that as a thing. And then Death Strike, uh, you become the master of instant death. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a great line. Um, so, yeah, you must make a constitution saving throw uh, on a failed save. You double the damage of an attack against the creature if you attack and it's surprised. At level so
1: 17, like, assassinate plus Death Strike on on uh, with sneak attack. Sneak attack. It's Is, gone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much most things could get done. I mean, like, you're not going to kill, you know. Mm. CR 20 characters but you are gonna can
0: pretty much take anything it's gonna be an an amazing opening move if you're you're able to be that quick as well so I just yeah everything about it I'm just like that's well you just think if
1: you were an Assassinate you would literally have everyone but your party turn up in the Dragon's Lair make a big noise you sneaky 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 and just before anyone (sighs) takes an attack you go (laughs) you know (laughs) take it out see what you can do (laughs) and take like 100 damage off it or something ridiculous like that
0: yeah, it's, it's a, like, you can imagine like a rogue, a barbarian, any of those things which just have those big opening moves and yeah. just like, pfft, it, it takes half a damage, which is helpful before the dragon goes. Or I mean, the dragons will, any, any big bad will probably have really high initiative war, well, but if you're able to get there quick, you're like, ah, oh, quick, surprise, yes. surprise, <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. <Just> like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then disengage, jump around and hide again, and that's fine. Ooh, can't touch me. Exactly, okay. exactly. Um... Any of the others that you want to talk about? I think
1: I think we've covered the the, the, the classics. I think like I mean mm. Tr- Thief is the real classic, and I think you know it. The, uh, it's basically they're very good at jumping and uh, like, climbing. Uh, climbing, climbing and sneaking. sneaking, and stealing things basically. I,
0: w- I will say the one the one oh, feature from <laughs> yeah. <device. laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about this because I think out of such out of the piece of it's such oh. an old school thing. It's such an old school. I actually but I actually do like it. I think it's quite funny. Like the idea that you could get your hand on something. So like, level thirteen, you've learned enough about the working. Of budget that you can improvise the use of um, items, even if they're not intended for you. So you could take any, any magical item that isn't required mm. by a class and use it. I just like the idea. Like again, thieves. I'm thinking of Catwoman. I'm thinking yeah. of like you know any sort of cat burglar type thing in that. And I'm just like, oh, I got it. It's pretty. Oh, it could also do this. But, like, yes. <laughs> dead. Like, well, it makes sense. Like, because you need like you can't
1: have grappling. You can have grappling, because you can't. You learn that. You talk about Catwoman, Batman. sort of you want the tools of the trade, which in, exactly. in a D and D world are going to be magic. So you want. I think it makes sense. I just think it's so funny because it's a that used to be a thing in old school D and D, which was you, you had to have a use magic device role was a was a mm. thing. So that's why
0: it's. Cool. I just, yeah, but I think out of all, uh, yeah, because everything else is like, you become adept at doing this and this and this, but also you can use um, an item that is not for you, which I just, I thought was pretty, pretty fun as a result. they are (laughs) really
1: good fun. They are good, and the Supreme Sneak's always great. You just stealth
0: about all the time. Stealth about, yeah, absolutely. There was, um, and this is where I can't remember which one it is now, but I think, I think it's Scout as well, which talks about, uh, like... This idea of tomb, uh, like uh, get, getting treasures and stuff like that, or, or mm. exploring and stuff like that, and instantly I was thinking like, oh, we well, actually stuff like laura Croft or or Nathan, uh, Nathan Drake and all that sort of thing, mm. where you're again not a fighter per se, but you're going to to find treasures and stuff like that. So I again just another twist on that idea that you're a thief sort of or mm. you're doing some things. I can't remember which one it is that sort of mentioned treasure hunting now, but I was like, well oh, that'd be quite an interesting one where again it makes sense that you are going on an expedition into yeah. a dungeon. Uh, that's not necessarily you're taking from rich people in town but you're like oh I'm just going to do this as well so yeah I I just I I just thought it was a cool idea to just play it differently than the typical I'm just going to disarm this trap and I'm going to take this thanks (laughs) (laughs) no it was good
1: I think uh, the other thing with the scout as well is it's kind of Mm -hmm. like it's a good it's a good rogue uh, a rangery again sort of Mm -hmm. archetype so you can sort of feel like if you want to have that So you want to feel like you're more of a nature-based rogue? This is a good. This Mm -hmm. is a good uh, one for that. And the ambush master is quite fun as well, Mm. which is another similar sort of like advantage on initiative rolls. And then a first creature hit during the first round of combat comes easier for you and others to strike. Mm. So you get attack rolls that have have advantage at the start of your next turn. So everyone gains benefit. So it's more of a Mm. more of a again like a uh, yeah party focused uh, group a group because rogues again are very not a part yeah. you know very much about doing their own thing and using the party for their own benefit whilst yeah. this is actually one which which does stuff
0: and just to circle back because I completely forgot there was one thing about the thief I did want to talk about was that final thing they oh, get yeah. which is thieves reflexes that you become adept at laying ambushes and quickly escaping danger you can take two turns in the first round of any combat so you take the first turn whenever you roll it and then one at initiative 10 I'm like that's really irritating because you're doing all this damage you're like okay me again
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: it's it's very very cool cool. i do think it's very cool and i wonder i wonder then as a result maybe that's why people wanted it so much i mean you get that level 17 so it's not particularly early on but again like we were saying before if you're able to sneak in and do that big attack to damage to the drug in the first one and then you're able to hide or to 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 get out the way and then you're like okay do it again on the initiative yeah. 10 where you know i can well, you could imagine like
1: they kind of like they run in go and then they hide behind like a by a neighboring like a party member and then they sneak around again and
0: like that exactly it looks exactly. it looks very cool as a
1: result exactly as yeah. all rogues are want to do
0: all <laughs> rogues are just very cool just slightly like you said gothic I a lone wolf yes kind of thing yeah <laughs> Uh, and I guess it would be remiss of us not to talk about the arcane trickster, if briefly. Oh, yeah, we haven't um,
1: even talked. I can't believe we haven't actually talked about that. It well,
0: I think <laughs> it is a great one. I think the one is always the one that I'm like, oh, it's the one with Mage Hand. <laughs> obviously there's more to it than that but this Mm. idea that obviously it has Mage Hand to use certain things so it can use Mage Hand to pilfer items from Mm. things easily or to put stuff onto people which I always think that's a cool way of like you know if you're trying to get like past like say a security point you're like oh I have some illegal goods or something like that you just have to put it in the person in front of me Mm. and they might not get checked but they might do and you're like oh well whoops (laughs) I didn't get checked Um, but you can also turn that invisible which I didn't realize you I, I assumed you could do that with all Mage Hand turns out you can't. So you don't have this magic wavy hand anyway. It's all invisible. So that's quite cool. Mm. Uh, Obviously you get cantrips which are all from the wizard spell list. Mm. Um, Again, didn't really... I didn't know this myself but like Mm. you can use it to... They're all... What did it say? It talks about it. it's all enchantment or illusion mm. spells uh, for the first couple of levels, and then you can choose which ones. And I think that's quite important, actually, because obviously yep. it, it buys into that whole thing that like they're sneaking and it's like deceiving people and illusionary and stuff. So, yeah, I, I, everything about it, I thought was quite cool. And what was it? I was going to say... Um, the Spell
1: t- Thief yeah. is a good one as well. I quite like that. That a was real, like, yeah, That's the 17th level one, which is... <laughs> even if it's not a wizard spell any spell that's within because they only get up to 4th level spells um, mm. if they see someone cast it they can use a reaction to to basically uh, you, if they fail the save on your DC you negate the spell's effect again and you steal their knowledge of the spell for 8 hours
0: yeah and then they can't cast it and so it's like I just like that you just almost like just slip it out of them and you're like, Cool, this is mine now that I yeah. can cast straight hours. And like you said, yeah, it only goes up to level f- level four, but I still, that's such a cool thing. like I've
1: no I need you can't uh, there's not many. You can't you can't spells. cast fireball,
0: you can't cast really? uh uh, like dimension door or any anything that could get yes. away. Like, oh no, you can't have that. No, you can't have that. But so.
1: now I can use it. <laughs> I can use better? it.
0: No, yeah. I I think that's yeah, that's a really cool. And again, I, I kind of wish that was at a lower level. I mean, mm. I know it doesn't make sense per se because obviously, the, yeah, it's not like you get higher magic level, etc. But I just thought, because it's such a cool a negate, idea.
1: Having a negate spell, like a counter. I mean, they do have. I mean, they can use counter spell because they're wizards. A count yeah. okay. Counter a they wizard could... thing, isn't it? I think they must be able to. Yeah. Get that. but having d- an additional sort of counter spell that's innate would be quite cool. Like mm-hmm. uh, on top of evasion, it feels very roguish to not to, like in that sort of evasion, uncanny mm. dodge to sort of as a party benefit as well as more party benefit. One being like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna suck the energy <laughs> out of that spell. That's that done.
0: Yeah, like I also I also like that's it. The the one I was gonna say was there you can use your mage hand to distract targets. So you could just put it uh, within five feet of them and be like, hello, can't <laughs> I like see, that. and then you get advantage on the rolls against that creature to the end of the turn. So it's like. Fuck off and you're like, no, it's a hand. Ooh, and now doing your hit slap. Like, <laughs> butterfly, ooh, butterfly oh, I can do it. a dog. Ruff, ruff. Ooh, we're like flicking the head. Flicking it oh, that Stop so annoying. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting <laughs> stop yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love so, that now. I'm doing that if i doing, doing that nice. now. Yeah. yeah. Um what else is there? there's A soul knife as well, so that's a more yeah, that's recent one. New, isn't it? I... that's new. So that's from Tasha's as well. Yeah. And I likened this to almost like a, a Jean Grey. A mm. Doctor X, that sort of thing, where you're, you're using the power of the mind and soul blades and all that sort of thing. So you can create mm. soul blade weapons to throw at people. You can use them to throw them a distance and then teleport to where that knife is. And then you can mm. just go. You go straight into the mind uh, towards the end of it. And again, it's very, oh. very edge lordy. I do see this as sort of a companion piece to um, to uh, Phantom in a way, because again, that sort of epic yeah. stuff that that's yeah, it pretty a cool <laughs> yeah it is what? it is a very
1: the cool yeah, a I want that because that's like um oh Dishonored
0: yeah blink Ex- I mean. blinking it. Yeah, that sort of. <laughs> so they ha- they have something called a uh, psych- uh, psychic energy. So a bit like key points or anything like that. You have like a separate mm. pool of stuff, and you can use them to expend them to do certain things. So, there's stuff like uh, like having a side bolster knack. So if you mm. fail at uh, doing a ability check using something that you've got proficiency in, you can use it to roll a d six, mm. add that to the roll. So very similar to bardic inspiration, all that sort of thing. Uh, psychic whispers, which I think is really good actually. So you can establish telepathic communication between yourselves and other uh, like yeah. other your party essentially so you roll one of your dice and that number is how how many hours you can have this telepathic communication for and you don't need any components or anything like that so you can just be able to talk to each other so when you're splitting up or something like that as long as you're within one mile you can do it so you don't have to wear spell slots you don't have to have
1: no it's really good
0: bloody bloody stones be like hello (laughs) hello (laughs) (laughs) hello where are you so so i think that that's a really cool thing and yeah the blades and the soul blades and that sort of thing uh you can make yourself invisible psychic veil Mm. um for an up to an hour again that's just using a die rather than a magic slot and all that sort of thing and yeah, just everything about it. I just like this there's really cool things you can do with it. Very like I said, very X Men, very mutiny yeah. mutiny, sorry. Um which I just thought if you wanted to do something a little bit different, that could be uh like a very psychonauts was the other thing I was thinking of. So, you know, when you're going into people's yeah it's, it's great it's a great scene, game yeah it's on it's always on the list uh but it's so just, much on the list that's the problem so we'll never get it done but yeah so i guess if you wanted to do something that was a bit more lordy mm. but it's like it's like you're using psychic blades and that that was it i was thinking of gambit so oh, yes gambit that you, yes that that was, that was the x-men i couldn't think of i was like what's it mm. the, what's they do with the cars yeah gambits so That idea you're mm. throwing these knives at people that just disappear mm. so you can have that kind of cool ass character because gambit is the coolest x-men let's face it
1: uh <laughs> sorry i was getting mixed up Gambit is yeah, gambit who's the who's the devil in sort of person who
0: Oh uh, you're thinking of Nightcrawler. Night,
1: Nightcrawler, that's who I was thinking of, because it's that sort of like
0: Nightcrawler's also cool,
1: yeah. <laughs> definitely the coolest. <laughs> yeah. I don't Combine the two, how's that? Like. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you put the two together, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Night Gambit.
0: Night Gambit. There we go. <laughs> that's like a I like that. That that could definitely be one of your rogues that you can put in and nobody knows who that is. You're like, yes. I'm not here. <laughs> Good, exactly Um, cards cards and and yeah i think finally because we did mention it briefly the mastermind oh yeah so so this one i do think again i see this as less so much like james bond or anything like i've Mm. seen this as um i can't remember his actual name in game of thrones but the spider essentially this idea you're a master of secrets and Mm. you have little ways of getting it so this idea of like you know um i think this is the one yeah you can yeah at level three you can mimic the speech pa- patterns and accents of a creature you can hear speak for at least one minute mm. so if you compare to that other one the with the imposter feature you're like, mm. oh, <laughs> rubbish um, also uh, Master of Tactics, you can use the help action as a bonus action I didn't realise that the help action was an actual action, I just assumed that if you're helping someone I don't know, I just, it makes sense completely but so I think maybe now it's like oh, I don't know, you can still do other things on your turn but I, I didn't realise that the help action was like a full thing
1: which gives Um, advantage though which is great so like it gives as a bonus action you're giving advantage again it's a party focus which is kind of
0: good for Mm. more of that yeah, um, and it's within 30 feet, so you don't have to be next to your ally nine. for that. You could just be 30 feet away going, you got this, I'm helping. <laughs> 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 distract, <a> distract. <laughs> yeah. um, this was it though, Insightful Manipulator. Yeah. So at level nine, you can spend one minute observing or interacting with another creature outside of combat to learn certain information about the capabilities mm. compared to your own. So I love the fact that you're comparing yourself <laughs> to, and guessing it, and then your DM tells you if the creature is a creature. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what do you think on this? <laughs> uh, but your DM tells you if you're the creature's e- your equal, superior, or inferior in regards to two of the following characteristics of your choice. So it could be uh, one of the um, uh, mental scores, so intelligence, wisdom, or, or ch- charisma. Uh, class levels, if any. I don't know how often I would. I guess because maybe in the olden days we used to build uh, enemies stuff like that as actual player characters. So maybe mm-hmm. that would be what it is. But then at the DM's option you may also realise a piece of the creature's history or one of its personality traits if anything and I thought that's more interesting because then you could be like what does this person want what motivates them or what's their weakness and they're like it's gold it's being uh, uh, it's power or anything like that and then you're like okay when you go into like a bargaining situation with them you could be like oh I you know I could get you what you want and then really put those pressure on on that in terms of roleplay which maybe gets you advantage in that rather than I I I don't know because I feel like yeah. The scores, like, because uh, that that feels funny. Like combat things, like oh, they're super intelligent. Maybe they're a wizard. Maybe they mm. can do spells, no, true, or yeah. you know, it gives
1: you uh, maybe, more uh, sort of understanding of more than actually what you're,
0: you yeah know. yeah. I, I don't know because otherwise, like their intelligence scores, like if you that like, plus two, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. But you get that at level nine, so I I don't know. I, I maybe I would re- re- rework that a little bit so that it would be piece of history or yeah, it you feels, remember it feels, something it,
1: about them it's very combat heavy again isn't it it's very focused on mm. the combat rather, rather than yeah you feel like you yeah as it does say at the DM's you might also realise you know a piece of the creature's history or one of its personalised yeah. traits hasn't it as you said so I think that you probably would play that more wouldn't you you'd be like just give
0: me some legend lore basically play legend lore on this person why thing. Uh, yeah why not yeah because anything like that but, cause, could you imagine if you did that to like the butcher you're like what's what's their gain and like they just live they have a family of seven, uh, they're feeding, it's they're low money, all that sort of thing. You're like, oh, I now feel guilty. Yeah, exactly. I but I am assassin. <laughs> but, but I'm superior to them in every way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh dear, that'd be awful. But, oh. um, 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 and the the misdirection's
1: quite fun. Mm, I like misdirection. That I think, again... You could be really uh, sneaky and, like, your barbarians with five feet of you You'd be like, yeah, you take the damage.
0: <laughs> or or, or if, you've, if they've got a higher AC, for example, if you've got a paladin and you're yeah. like, oh, hit the paladin. The, paladin. The, the doesn't, doesn't who, quite like that doesn't... Who wants
1: to be hit anyway because they, you know, they want to sacrifice themselves Hit me,
0: Hit me! It's like... Exactly. So yeah. So for this, sometimes you cause another creature to suffer an attack that was meant for you. So if you're targeted by attack, where another creature, so it could be like an enemy or an ally or or an NPC, uh, is within, you can grant cover. Can grant you cover of it, and you can use your reaction to have that attack target the creature said so you will get cover anyway but i like mm. that idea that you, <laughs> you're like uh hit the cow instead please yeah. but if they've got <laughs> minions as well i guess that's the thing it's like if they're, someone's yeah. trying to use it's a very
1: good like anti-pack tactics sort of thing because you could yes you could if there's yeah they're, they're sort of like uh die walls or something like that and you're fighting against they hit the same die the other direwolf or something like that, which
0: could be t- yeah I, I quite like that Mr. One. and then finally soul of deceit your mm. thoughts can't be read by telepath uh, telepath no by <laughs> any means, any means, <laughs> unless you allow we it. We found the word. We found the word. We found a word. It's that word. Um, but you present <laughs> false false thoughts by yes. succeeding on a charisma say, uh, deception check, and and this is the most important thing, I think I always find this really interesting. So, additionally, no matter what you say, magic. Uh, magic that would determine if you're telling the truth indicates you're being truthful if you just so choose. So you could be lying and be but yeah, be able so to the manipulate the music. You, which is. I know, and you can't be compelled to tell the truth by any magic. And, I, cause, and paladins love zone of truth. They're like, tell us the truth, and you're just like, can't can't do it. And I just, well, you love just that. Say, you just say, yeah,
1: uh, I'm telling you the truth. I've not done I'm anything wrong. wrong.
0: I've not done anything wrong, <laughs> officer. Uh, again, I, at level 17, it's a big role play thing um and I love it I think it's a great one I wish it was a bit earlier because Zona Truth Truth keeps using being used earlier levels I think like that you said that's that's sweet because people are like we must know the truth yes Um, because they never trust the dms (laughs) he just goes Zona Truth everyone exactly Zona Truth Zona Truth Zona Truth (laughs) um so yeah I'd had this one a lot earlier but I don't know again it's not a it's not a combat one it's a it's a social encounter one which it also sounds to me like why are people trying to um Find out what you know. So maybe you build yourself up to be like this master manipulator, like yeah. your head of the thieves guild, and people are tr- constantly trying to infiltrate mm-hmm. you. So maybe it's a paranoid thing, but I don't know. I, it it definitely feels some of these these archetypes. Maybe yeah, you know, again, like I was saying, like maybe if you're building your big bads and you're actually building them as player characters first, yes, maybe you're just like, it. oh, this makes sense for a a, a a big bad. And if the player characters like, well, we're trying to find where this big bad is, you must tell us the truth. And you're like, oh, well, according to the so i I always think these are dm characters rather than player characters i think it's also
1: when you you have to be in these a lot of those ones i find you need to be in these really big arching campaigns where they become like you are Mm. you've got yourself to that level anyway because you i mean not i don't know again this is not 100 percent true but i think a lot more political things Mm. come into higher level campaigns and that's why it might be more useful then but I feel people are getting involved in that much earlier. Like, I mean, if you, if you look at Critical Role, for example, they get yeah. directly into sort of political stuff in sorry, in their early, early, between, yeah. you know, level one to three to ten, let's say they're already in these sort of worlds. So yeah. it feels like, yeah, level thir- nine, nine would have been good or th- 13 maybe would have been yeah. for it. Rather, it doesn't feel yeah. actually OP enough, do you know what I mean? It doesn't no. feel like, oh, I'm level yeah. 17, what do I get? I can get
0: away with lying. <laughs> I've already got a really good <laughs> Christmas score. So, um, yeah. So, I think overall, looking at all these archetypes, like there's nine of them to have a look and mm. stuff. I think some of them, you're like, oh, these are really good for combat. And some of these are like, oh, these give me ideas for roleplay. But mm. I do feel the roleplay ones, like, there's, I don't know, like, because again, like, we've, going back to it, mm. we said the vanilla, the sort of standard bro you get so much of it. And then yeah. these ones, I don't know. It doesn't seem to add up to it. I mean, I'm sure there's the same for other classes as well, but looking at it, there's such a yeah. stark difference between, like you said, the Inquisitive and the Assassin and all these yes. sort of things. And I, it's one of those things where, again, maybe it's just the way they were written. And then we're looking at them like earlier on, maybe it was like, oh, you could do all these things, but they're not as important uh, to the game. Whereas now it's like, well, role play is more important than combat or vice versa. Or There is more choice, perhaps. So... I don't know. It's it's I an think, interesting one. Yeah. I I, oh, I think what I've learned is that there is no one type of rogue, <laughs> as I assumed, um, and actually all of them are really interesting. And it just again depends on the game. Again, talking to your DM about it and going, I want to play this kind of rogue. Does this fit with what you've got planned? Oh, bless you, bless you. I, Sorry, hang on. I've stolen that sneeze now. That's mine. I'll keep that. You cannot sneeze for eight hours, but I can. There you go. But yeah, I feel like as long as you check with your DM, like, does this work? Because otherwise Hmm. you might have a really bored player halfway through going, I can't do anything because... It's, sorry Bless oh, no, it's you go. I, I said you couldn't sneeze I said you couldn't sneeze It's <laughs> alright you, 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 you failed in your DC I like, did Damn it Damn it But, sorry, but yeah You don't, don't want, want No, no It's alright But yeah You don't want board players No uh, Sat there And like you said like You get around to your turn And you go Oh There's not much I can do in this And yeah. and that happens from time to time When you think that Rose When you look at it At the beginning You can do pretty much anything But if they're not enjoying The whole session It might be a bit tricky. Certainly, like I said, I do think the inquisitive is the... The weakest out of yes. all of them and that's such a shame because like you said I think wow. you could do so much with having detectives and, and yeah. locked room puzzles and stuff but if it ends in a big combat which would make sense right Yeah. because otherwise it's like what else can the rogue do it's like well I've figured it out but we're not going to fight about it even though I could kill you <laughs> with one punch <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that's it and I think what it's what rogue says to me is like it has great role playing potential we all know you could do the Edge Lord. I think you could do silly things with it and you could do great fun things with it and more than just edgelord lord but mm-hmm. i think their focus and as I said, I said at the beginning is that it's a very great if you're going to want to enjoy combat yes. a rogue because if you think you're going to play yeah. a combat heavy campaign or even if you just you find combat a drudge generally mm-hmm. and you're finding combat and DD not fun for whatever reason try out a rogue uh, as as a good option to sort of like fall in love with combat again and and feel mm-hmm. and you can because you can roleplay however you like you can make any character be whoever you want to be and do whatever you want to do because I don't even think that you know your class necessarily overly determines the roleplay you're going to no. undertake anyway uh, that no. much because you can put your stats where you like as you said and you can gain your proficiencies mm-hmm. where you like uh, uh, but I think um, I think if you if you feel like I want to enjoy combat because I don't enjoy it then I'd say choose a rogue because mm. you mm. will.
0: I I definitely agree with that. Wow. Well, thank you, Hamilton, for such a great and interesting topic. Like, I've gained so much more out of it. I get a new appreciation for them. Because maybe I did see them, like I said, as the thief, but as the, oh, I do all the damage and then I leave. And you're like, oh, bloody hell. But actually, there's so much you can do with them. So. So, Hamilton, what's happening on Roleplay Factory, what's oh. happening with Dragon's Jaw,
1: what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I don't even what's know where we are on? now, <laughs> I don't know where we are, I think we're in the middle of June, we're in, we're in January somewhere, we're June. in the middle of June, <laughs> we're in the middle of January, um, let's just say we're in the middle of January, we will be, I think, by now, I think maybe this is, uh, yes. The first episode of dragons Season 3 will be on Saturday night. That's what's going to be happening. So our character times. backstories in our session zero was last week. This Saturday is going to be session one. So that's going to be fun. You will see what we're going to do with these characters, what the story is, like what happened. Like this is going to be the opening of a campaign, basically. So that's going to be exciting.
0: I don't know, because I I haven't recorded it It will be exciting. No, you haven't haven't recorded it, but it's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Can't wait. So that's that's going to be
1: a bit of a, yeah, it's going to be a a rush through. It's like a very intro to the story. So it's going to be a bit of a run through. There might be more than one DM. (gasps) What? 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 There might be the DM Dick Dynamite from Backwater Bastards on the show (gasps) as well as another DM. But why? Why is there another DM? I don't know. What's going on? What's going on? but yes Uh, uh,
0: that's very very exciting there
1: might be uh, Behold the Disco
0: well I'm there (laughs) what's the dress what's the dress code (laughs) there might be I don't know if there will be but there might be oh you've made promises now I have
1: made promises (laughs) hopefully I can keep no yeah so yeah anyway Exciting. That's all I can say. Exciting. What about you? What's going on with where? What's going on with? Well, all the what's other going stuff
0: on with? What's going on with me? Well, good question. How was because I'm also in the same place going. What is going out just what now? So going? yes. Sir. What's going on? Um, so I... Uh, I, uh, My name's Fiona. That's number one. <laughs> number two. <laughs> have we clocked that yet? <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Uh, I also <laughs> run What Am I Rolling, which is a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast. As always, it's going very, very well. Um, uh, I have lots of content. I just have to edit it at some point in the in between I'm sure I'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing some solo RPGs. I was talking to you about yes. it. I've been playing something called Long Haul 1983, which mm-hmm. is a solo yeah. RPG yeah. game of, of me going on a long journey. Uh, in a presumably a huge uh, a semi-truck and let me tell you it's not great. Uh, <laughs> something is following me and it's not fun.
1: <laughs> as in it's fun, but it's not, as in it's good fun, but it's, it's not fun.
0: I will, I will say, like if anyone's ever been interested in doing solo RPGs, you know, getting the time to do it, I absolutely recommend it. However, there is quite a few times you go, oh, it's gone to some very dark places. I didn't mean for it to go. I've enjoyed it, but will anyone else enjoy it or will I make them sad? And I think the answer <laughs> is, I'm going to, I'm going to make them sad. Okay. <laughs> so, but it's, but it's, I think those sort of RPGs if you're again if you're a dm or you're yep. getting into writing your own content or anything like that i think doing solo Apogees is a really cool way of like verbalizing stuff or writing here and stuff because then you can just get something out and you actually go oh i can use this somewhere i always think that in any content i've ever done is that i can use this somewhere else so i think like doing rogues i'm like i definitely want to play a rogue at some point and the idea of doing a full party of rogues i'm just gone. that is the coolest thing ever of course i want to play that now so and yeah so i always recommend solo rpgs on that front so yes uh, long haul 1983 is what i'm doing just now and then at some point in january hopefully hopefully again touch wood with all this uh, uh you know variant stuff that's going around i'm hopefully going to do this uh, in, in person yes. a, a vr improv stuff called galactic implosions which is a, a sci-fi improv show where uh, essentially it's a bit like galaxy quest if galaxy quest was done by lots of british people uh and there's aliens there's vr stuff um there's a black hole somewhere and i i'm in it currently as a as just a the general chat person so if you talk to me on youtube it's uh well it's me going answering your requests and stuff but hopefully well not hopefully if somebody was to take be taken sick for a reason i go in as the reserve uh i've not done any vr before so this could be quite fun as as that arms get twisted or my head is on backwards and we just have to justify it as that yep that's just what the captain does or, or <laughs> depending what character <laughs> i'm playing so yes Amazing. hopefully i can talk Hopefully, uh, I can post more about that if I'm watching. If not, I'm probably on sh- on 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 the show going. Ah, <laughs> I'm in VR. <laughs> I'm in VR. So, so yeah. So that's that's my January, and uh, of course, always to finish off. Um, if if you're thinking, God, I love, I have a little bit of money after Christmas, and I don't know what to spend it on. Well, let me tell you. I've you know what? It's so funny. I obviously I'm at home currently. whilst well, we're recording this, and I'm very close to Burnley. Unfortunately, I won't have time to go over and visit Third Space Gaming, <laughs> which is my lo- friendly local game store. Um, you can get 10% off at checkout if you use the code DMVC into checkout. Uh, your first order, yep, you've got to do the hand gesture, otherwise it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work. You can use it on any pre-orders. It's they verbal do got and
1: somatic components,
0: basically. It does, it does. Gosh, I should have known. I should, oh, well. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, obviously pre-order uh, any of the alt covers and stuff from there. They're going to do the Call of Never Deep, I'm sure, and they've got uh, the minis. Far, Mid, that, it? I think that's I think it'll be round about this when this episode comes out I think it's <gasps> is it? mid-Jan I think so oh mid-Jan e- yeah so it looks like we'll have some more stuff on the horizon um, but yes, yeah, so anything like that you can obviously have a look at third space gaming and that's dnbc for your first 10% off your first order
1: yeah so I think Oh, That's it's March good. the fifteenth. It's Mars. Away.
0: Oh no, <laughs> somebody's moved it. I'm. I've lied. I'm so sorry. We're not. We're not very research on this podcast. <laughs> oh, we, well, we did the research. Oh, yeah. just there and then. So it's all right. You so. did. We did. It was up today. You know what I think it is. It's the, um, Exandria Reborn. Exandria it's Reborn the, is in, in January. That's right. There we go. Yes. I was close. It was a critical role related yes, product. You, yes. I, yes. <laughs> yes Taldore yes. Reborn as well <laughs> we'll get them oh, ah <laughs> okay well <laughs> folks I hope you are enjoying let's your go January let's any more boobs <laughs> yes so uh, as always uh, we'll see you next week uh, I'm sure it will come up on the, the thing but until then see you on the flip side see you on the flip side <laughs> see you, the side. <laughs> see you the love you we'll bye, bye. <laughs>